Warning. The No AC Only Fans podcast may include content not suited for non-mature audiences who can't take a joke. We would like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. Enjoy. Welcome in to the No AC Only Fans podcast with your host, Tyler Gumpf, a.k.a. B. Crispy, and my man sitting across the table once again, Christian Klein. What's goody, everybody? So how are y'all doing today? I just wanted to, you know, thank you for listening to last episode. We guys really appreciate your support on that. Dude, I've heard nothing but good things about that first episode. Hell yeah. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I know it was a little long. I apologize for people for that. Um... First episode, you know, we just had a lot of shit to talk about. We I just, just want to get it out. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of glad it was so diverse because, you know, in the beginning we was shit talking and then we led into some stuff that basically showed who we both are as individuals. You know what I mean? For real. Like if you did not listen to the second part of the podcast because it was so long, I did have to split it up on some of the platforms. Definitely go on and listen to the second part. Because, like he said, you know, the first part, we shit-talked and storytelled, and the second part was a little bit deeper. I mean, I got good reviews more about the second part than we did the first. I mean, the first was funny, but, you know, we bounce off each other like that quite often. That's like our normal conversations. So it was definitely a good conversation. Um, If you did not already, you know, and listen to the first episode, go ahead and do it. If you're a first-time listener on the second one, um, go ahead, drop a follow, like, subscribe on all of our pages. Like I said, the link tree, you can find it on all of our social medias, um, as well as it provides you links to our Spotify, Apple podcast, YouTube, everything. You basically can listen to us anywhere. So if you don't listen, there's a problem because we give you the options to listen and we appreciate your support. So all the uh, likes and support we could get from that, we definitely appreciate. And we can't wait to get into this episode and hopefully make you guys day. A little bit better. Like and subscribe, please. For real. And speaking about last episode, we'll get right into it. Um, our TikTok got banned already. <laughs> of course. Already got banned. And we really didn't upload anything on that TikTok. It's not like we put up two dick pics on there or something. <laughs> exactly. That's what crazy. So we got banned for having only fans in the title name, which is ridiculous. Because I can show my tits basically on TikTok, but I can't have OnlyFans in the title, which is some horse shit. You know, the sad thing is, is literally every day when I scroll down on my TikTok page, 90% of the girls have their OnlyFans link in their bios. And they ain't banned. Exactly. That's why, like, I don't understand because we were signed up for the creator program and everything. I had everything set up to where we can monetize our videos, make money, shit like that. And they basically fucked us. They basically deleted the account. So if you have not followed the TikTok or you were followed to the TikTok, you can find us now at no AC, uh, no N-O space. We got to put the space in there. A-C-O-F instead of OnlyFans because we ain't trying to get fucking taken down again. And if it does get taken down again, we'll find a way to get that shit up. But... 
I mean, leading after that, you want to go into your uh, Dick of the Day segment? Yes, sir, I think I do. So, we all have those days where basically somebody just fucks up and ruins your day just by their antics. So with this segment, we're going to call it the Dick of the Day. Somebody that just fucks up your whole day. Just got to be a straight asshole. So today, for my Dick of the Day, I want to say congratulations to those assholes that DM you on social media and want you to be a part of their fucking pyramid schemes. Fuck y'all. Man, I've, I've been there. Got them. So have I. On Instagram. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? The people that usually hit you up are some hippie-ass motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie. I had a girl hit me up on Instagram one time about that. And I literally just watched like a 15-minute video or something on Facebook regarding this exact pyramid scheme. It's the big one that was going around earlier this year. And she basically messaged me, oh, you want to donate $100? I'll get you $1,000 back or some shit. Like in a couple weeks. And I'm like, listen... I already fucking know. Like, I sent her a whole fucking page, found off the FBI's website about this pyramid scheme, about how it's a scheme and a scam, and she basically tried to sit off and play, oh, that that's not the same thing we're doing. We're not assholes like that. We're going to get you your money back. Don't worry. Like, go fuck yourself. All right, so I was a part of this. Uh, this actually lasted a couple weeks till I was fed up, but I was, like, working for this basically... Going door to door trying to save people's money on, like, their electricity bill and shit. So, you know, I went through training. I kind of figured out, because, like, you know, this was, like, during the summer. So, I saw the ad on, like, I don't know, Craigslist or some shit. So, you know, I apply, and they're like, oh, you'll get paid this much. I'm like, oh, shit, bet. I'll be there. And they hired me on the spot. I'm like, all right, it's a little fishy. So, anyway. Show up, I get trained. You know, they're giving me all their bullshit steps, like, you know, knock, do, do not take no for an answer. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not trying to be that dude that's fucking up at somebody's door every day. Like, nobody wants that shit. I'm not trying to be a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> I feel that, though. I mean, like, it does, there's a difference between door-to-door and a scam. Because I did door-to-door sales for two years, made a lot of money. I mean, I was in high school, you know, when we were still in high school. And that wasn't a scam, obviously, because I'm I'm taking no for an answer. You know, you take the losses, get the door slammed on your face, you move on. But that's just some bullshit. You're going to stand at the door and basically just keep knocking when they fucking shut the door in yeah, your face? no, like, literally, the guy that I work with, I swear to God, he would argue with them. Like, they'd be like, no, I'm not interested. Yes, you are interested, sir. Yes, you are interested. Yeah, 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 you're interested because I can save you some money. And the guy's like, man, go fuck yourself. That's ridiculous because, I mean, I did sales for, like, what, five years or some shit like that. Different, you know, retail, door-to-door, um, different sales experience. And every single time, you you have to make the sale personable or you're not going to get the sale. Unless you're going to have those people that just come in and buy whatever the fuck because they know what they want. And you're going to have those people you have to persuade. And then there's some people that just could give two fucks. You know what I mean? But you can't just basically argue with someone. That's not how you sell something. You want to know how it ended? How? So, they this was like my first week, like actually where I wasn't training. Mm-hmm. They sent me to Obed's. 
right? So they let me go on the street alone. Classic go bed. Yeah. So I fucking go down the one street. You know, I go to a couple houses, whatever. No, no, and no, no, no. So then get to the, the next street, the fucking first house on the street. I roll up. The dude opens the door and he looks at me and he goes, get the fuck up off my porch, you hippie ass, or I'll shoot you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, get the fuck off my porch. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I left and I sat at, <laughs> I sat on the fucking curb and I called my boy Bass Momsen and I was like, yo, I'll give you $20, pick me up. I ain't never coming to this bitch ever again. So done is done, right? Mm-hmm. So, while you're training, I think this shit lasted three weeks. You train for two weeks. You're supposed to split whatever sales you made with your trainer. And my right. tr- my trainer made some sales. These motherfuckers never paid me. Straight up, never got a check. I went up there. I think it was all a fucking scam because there was nobody in the office. What the fuck? Like I think it, I think I got I done got got bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny shit, though. I mean, like, when I did door-to-door sales, I mean, um, I loved the company I worked for. It was a good company. Well, I wouldn't say the company was good. The people I worked with was good, but we had some crazy-ass shit happen. I started there. You know, I was on work release program with school. So I think it was like 11 o'clock. I got out every day. I go to work, and I'm basically working from noon till 8 o'clock or some shit like that. And it was fucking ridiculous. We had an old guy working for us, some fucking like six year old man. He was retired basically, but he was just doing it for a side, you know, money or shit like that. Yeah, it was a side hustle. We had a crazy bitch. I'm talking crazy. I mean, this lady was cuckoo nuts off the wall. Probably should be locked in a basement or cuckoo something. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Hell yeah. And then we had, you know, a couple other girls, and we had some girls that were kind of um more on the uh, drug side of things, you know, probably. <laughs> You know, they were good at their jobs, but they had some extracurricular activities at home. Uh, And our boss, like my boss gets fired within the first month. It was like hot summer fucking, I can't remember, it was like August or something. And he tells the one girl, I mean, she was the best looking one out of all of them. He tells the one girl, because he drops us off, like we drove around in a van, they drop us off in locations or whatever. He drops us off and we get a call from her and she's like freaking out crying. And he basically picks us all up. We all drive back to the office for whatever reason and then go home that day. The next day we come in, our, you know, our head boss is like, yeah, we fired, blah, blah, blah. Um, he basically told the girl, like she was the last one to get dropped off. He said, oh, you don't have to go out and work today. You can just stay in here and, you know, pleasure me or some shit. <laughs> and I won't make you go out in the heat. And she flipped the fuck, like, basically flipped the fuck out. And he's basically sexually assaulting her, you know? Yeah, I mean, trying that's to get her kind of fucked up, bro. And she said no, and I guess they were arguing, and she was recording it on her phone. And we were listening to the recording. He literally, like, got pissed off. He's like, I'm going to grab you by your clit and throw you in fucking traffic, dude. It was Jesus. fucking nuts. And you know what's funny, though? Who became our boss? The fucking crazy bitch became our boss. That's usually how it And she almost got us in a car wreck in the first fucking day as her as the boss. She was driving the van around. And it was fucking swerving and the van was rocking and shit. But we had some cool people. You remember uh, Clara? We went to um, fucking, was it Mango's with her? To the hookah bar. It was me, you, and her, JoJo, and shit. Uh, she was pretty cool. She was about the best one. I used to split off with her. 
we'd go do our door to door sales. You know, we're in the same neighborhood and shit like that. Usually, doesn't we'd, ring a bell. Uh, well, fuck it. <laughs> we'd go find a spot and then we just get high. She always had fucking weed on her, bro, and we'd always find a little spot in the woods or some shit, and we'd throw down and just start smoking because you know we would get our because you had a they wanted us to knock on like two hundred doors a day or some shit. We never got close to that fucking number. Yeah, I knocked on about, uh, I'd probably say about 30 doors, and I said, fuck this. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, it was great, though, because I had some experiences, like people invite me in their house and shit like that, which is a little weird. I talked to an older guy that was like in, I can't remember what ward he was in. He just fucking kept talking to me. I think I spent like an hour and a half in his house. I didn't give a fuck that day. I mean, when you get your sales, I made good money. I mean, definitely made way more money than I should have as a kid in high school, for sure. I was making sales left and right because, you know, that's just who I am. But it was fucking nuts, man. Them door-to-door jobs, definitely a special breed if you do that type of work. I guess we learned something today. Big Crispy or Big Simpin could sell ice to an Eskimo. I could probably sell ice to an Eskimo. Listen, there's a difference between me in person, like when you get to know me, and there's a difference to business Crispy. Business Crispy will fucking sell you. Like we were talking about last episode. I'm going to do what I got to do for my bread. I got to do what I got to do for my bread. I talk completely different when I'm at work in the office or whatever. I'm a whole different person. I'm basically like a saint. And in my real life, I'm probably going to hell. I'm just diet myself at work. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. But I mean, you're, you're alone most of the time, which is good. I mean, definitely those jobs where you work alone are a lot better than the jobs you have to fucking deal with people in the office every day. I mean, like, there's it has its perks and it has its downsides. I mean, sometimes you get bored. I mean, especially if you can't, like, jam out to music and shit or you got a ton of shit to do. It's just rough on one person. But uh, for sure, I mean, different type of workplaces. It just depends on who you are. Like, the factory, I fucking hated the factory. Never wanted to go back. Some things are made for some people and other things are made for others. For real. But uh, you want to get into our possible guest on <clears throat> Sunday and uh, who we're going to have on here? So uh, I want to announce our first virtual guest that will be released next. We're going to have a good friend of mine named Amelia on here. And hint, hint, kind of goes along with the name. She used to be a stripper. A nice one. She had some real nice friends, too. And she did some dirty, dirty shit. She's a wild. I wouldn't say that, but... I mean... She's done some things in her day, and she's going to come on and talk about them. Exactly. But I do want to tell you guys a story that will be the first thing that we talk about, and we will bring it up to her. I've already talked to her about this already. So, we're going to go back to the Morgantown days. Oh, good Westby. And I walk into her house one time. Swear to God. And her roommate is sitting there. And I'm like, where's Amelia? And uh, all of a sudden, she was like, no, she's upstairs real quick. She'll be done in a minute. And then, or maybe it was her friend. I can't fucking remember. That's besides the point. So I'm sitting there on the couch. And all of a sudden, I see like a 60, 65-year-old fireman walk down the steps. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Something ain't right. Something is definitely not right. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? 
Then Amelia comes down like a minute or two later. She's like, she's like, yeah, I just sell them my used panties. They pay top dollar for these. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I, I get like, I think she told me she, one time she made like $130 off a pair. God damn. I'm like, what the fuck? That is, uh, <laughs> that's pretty nuts, man. I wish, a, I wish a girl would pay for my dirty underwear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want your shit stained underwear, Christian. Come on. I ain't got no shit stained underwear, but they'll probably stink after a long day of work. <laughs> I would hope nobody had no some tidy whities with the shit stained on fucking Roger down the street, you know, fucking eighty year old man coming out to get the newspaper and his white tidy. Anyway, but like I said, it was that's just a small percentage of the stories me and Amelia have. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this shit. She's such a good friend and she's a fucking clown so i can't wait for you guys to hear it speaking about old men that kind of reminds me of a story i for, i totally forgot about this i was at work i was working out in the field one day and i was uh doing some reading on some houses and i walk up to this one house and this really really nice ass like hoa or some shit and i can't find what i was looking for i'm like searching all over i'm like man where the fuck is this thing i finally spot it it's like behind some bushes I crawl into these fucking bushes because I have to get a reading off the thing. I find what it is. I'm fucking reading it. I come out. I pop my head up. This fucking bald-headed, liver-spotted motherfucker, 80 years old, standing butt-ass naked in the window right in front of me on his cell phone, just like talking away. And I pop up. I look like a creeper, bro. I pop my head up out of that bush, and I was like dick to fucking face in the window. I was like... What the fuck just happened? Should have asked him for his OnlyFans. <laughs> he might have had one. His nice ass neighborhood though. I mean, talking rich ass houses. Who the fuck walks around their house butt ass naked though? Like butt ass naked with the windows open. Close your blinds. Your neighbors don't want to see that shit. Old people are bored. You notice <laughs> that? Apparently, but I mean, I was fucking shocked, dude. I was like, oh my god, I cannot deal with this right now. It was something just I like walked away basically. Moved on, and my day was just shit at that point. I was like, I just literally saw this fucking saggy-ass dick and balls in my <laughs> face, and I was not ready for it. That probably won't be the last time you see that. I would hope that would be the last time I see that. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some crazy shit, like delivering pizza. I've had people open, you know, answer the door naked and shit, like you see on Pornhub. That shit is wild. When you get a woman answering the door basically naked or in a fucking robe with her shit hanging out. I don't have any money for this pizza, but I can repay you another way. Oh, my God. I don't know if I would be able to resist, depending on the woman. I don't know if I could be able to resist some shit like that. If I was single and somebody came up to me and doing that shit, I mean, it's probably going down. Fuck that job. I could, I'd be out for another 20 minutes. I lost the pizza in my car or some shit. I got stuck in traffic. There was an accident. (laughs) I'll make up a fucking excuse. Dude, you, if you, once you deliver pizza once... You can go deliver for any motherfucking pizza place. I, dude, it's easy. I mean, especially nowadays, depending on the pizza joint, some just have like drivers only, you know? Like the pizza place I worked at, I did both the pizza and drove. So it was kind of fucking nuts. Especially during COVID. Uh, Yeah, and during COVID would be busy. I, w- I would be surprised a lot of those drivers are fucking busy right now. Um, But like I drove and it was a new restaurant. Basically, it was opening up here in Dublin. Um, in Dublin, Ohio, and it was opening up for the first time. So they're hiring all these people. They hired like four or five drivers 
I got hired and I had like a couple other people. The one guy gets fired in the first week for sexual harassing underage girls. He was fucking like 50 years old. I'm not kidding you. Uh, one person quit. One person got caught doing cocaine in the walk-in freezer. And the other guy fucking hit a car texting in the parking lot. Have you ever worked in the restaurant before, buddy? Yeah, I've worked in the restaurant. I've, shit goes on in them freezers. Hella motherfuckers are doing cocaine. Every time somebody takes a break to go out, they smoking. True. I mean, you got to smoke to be tolerable in some of them fucking Bro, jobs. Bro, I worked at this restaurant, and I heard this, I guess the head manager told me that two managers before that, I guess one day motherfucker had enough. He, you know, he couldn't take it no more. This motherfucker takes out some Coke, starts breaking it down, <laughs> like in on the kitchen, like in the middle of the kitchen, just starts breaking it up. And servers are going back there like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And he's like, what? Gotta get my fix. Motherfucker, I am done with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit on old Karen salad over here. She sent it back for the second time. He probably time. Looked, at the, looked at them motherfuckers like, what's it to you? Yeah. <laughs> my salad came back with all iceberg. I, I said I wanted romaine. God damn it. You get those people like that in the restaurant. And that's the worst part. People that fucking shit on your server, don't shit on your server if something's fucked up. It's not their fault. 90% of the time, it's not their fucking fault. Yeah, it's you're the right. Kitchen. And you know what? If, like, to fucking scream and yell, I've seen some people scream and yell at a server, and it's like, come the fuck on. That girl probably wants to go home and basically be fucking done for the day. Or the guy. Nobody wants to deal with that shit. But let's go ahead and talk about how sometimes them servers can be absolute bitches. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, that's the thing with t tipping is so hard, right? Everybody says, oh, you got to tip. You got to tip your server. If my fucking server is non-existent, I see her once, and she doesn't do shit for us, doesn't refill us, nothing, why the fuck should I tip her good? You shouldn't. You tip based off the service. Everybody knows that. Exactly. And I mean, I kind of have that minimum. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's how it should be. I always tip depending on the bill. Obviously, if you're only spending $2 at a restaurant, there's a problem. But I usually always try to tip 20% or if not more. Yeah. And like if I have a good server, I'll tip them more. Like that one girl at B-dubs caught me slipping one night. I was drunk as fuck. I think my um, order was only like $15 or something. And I tipped her like $25. I tipped her more than I fucking my meal was. I was fucked up that night. God, they love suckers like you. No, I'm just kidding. I always tip very <laughs> they, well hey, myself. They, they, they love suckers. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty fucked up, but she was also being really nice. That's like, how they get you. Hey, she came over and like sat at our table and shit with us. There was like three, me and my two other boys from up north. We were all sitting out eating and she like came and sat with us. And she, I mean, she was really fucking cool, you know, and like wrote us all fucking a little note and shit on her like receipt and shit. Like she was awesome, sir. So she kind of deserved it, but. I mean, you get those servers that are assholes, seem like they're in a bad mood the whole day. You know, like you try to talk to them and shit. They don't want to talk to you or they're basically non-existent. Don't get your refills or anything. I'm not tipping you 20 percent. I'm probably tipping you like 15, 10, if not lower, depending on how bad you were, because you get some of them that are just fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. You'll get that time or two. And I mean, that's with everything. Delivery drivers, too. I mean, obviously, the delivery driver. Not everything's their fault, but I've had some shitty deliveries. I mean, like, just like I'm not gonna I, lie, 
let's talk about how uh, I hate that shit where they're like, you ordered the pizza. This literally just happened to me like 15 minutes ago. But like you order a pizza and they're like, would you like to leave a tip on your card for the uh, driver? Like, I don't know, motherfucker, how you showed up with the pizza yet. I don't know how it's going to turn out. You know yeah. what I mean? Why would I leave a tip before I get my shit? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree because you could have that situation like we had the other week or whatever when your uh, mom ordered pizza or whatever and it didn't come for like two hours or some shit. Oh, shit, yeah. That shit sucks. Like, we were, you know, all working out in the backyard and shit. Helping out your dad, and then fucking shit don't come for two hours. Everybody was pissed. We were trying to go out to the bar that night, and we're fucking stuck waiting around for a goddamn pizza. I mean, that shit does happen. I mean, I agree, but every, with technology nowadays, all the apps, they make it easy. They make you tip at the end of the thing. DoorDash, all them fucking apps, uh, Domino's, pizza and shit, if you tip on there, they're all like, leave a tip at the end, gotta do it. I mean, they already, obviously they already give a specific gratitude that goes towards the driver and the delivery fee. Most of them, yeah. you know, get a portion um, just in case you're an asshole and don't tip. But if you ain't got fucking money to tip, don't order out. Don't order well, something. That's the same, your same idea for going to the restaurant, too. If you don't got the money for uh, to buy the to tip for your food, you shouldn't be going out to eat. Right. Because that just causes problems, you know. Like, I get it, you know, if your service is shitty and you're not tipping or you're tipping low. But if you can't afford to fucking tip, don't go out. Because I've been there. Uh, when I was working at the pizza joint still. So this was about the same time. So after everybody basically got fired or quit. One person quit. Everybody else got fired. I was the only motherfucker in this restaurant for three weeks before I quit. I was done. I was done. I was working every single day from open to fucking close, driving all day long. I was probably spending fucking 40 to $60 in gas a day off my tips I was making. They didn't Just pay for that shit? Time. No, they didn't pay. I mean, they paid her on your check, but that's not instantaneously, you know what I mean? So when I'm driving around and I'm fucking going through two, three tanks a day, I was fucking busy. I didn't have time to breathe. It was so bad one day. I literally fucking was sitting on the ground at work, like fucking about to pass out. I was so tired because like I said, I was opening and closing. I was just fucking fed up at that point. And I think it was that day. They were like, oh, just go home. You know, the manager, both of the managers were there. They're like, we'll cover deliveries today. Basically, after they did that, I don't think I came back to the. I think I literally quit. I think I put in my two weeks and I fucking kept the pizza topper. They gave us a topper for the car. I kept that for like fucking two years or some shit. And then I finally returned it to them randomly one day. I just walked in and set it on their fucking counter. But I had a giant ass pizza topper on my closet because it was a metal door for the longest time. But I did, I drove all the way to this fucking house that was like, you know how most pizza delivery places have a map? Like, basically, your expansion, um, how far you can go out. We had one of those maps up that, like, showed where the address was and shit. Yeah. This house was, like, almost 20 fucking minutes away. It was on the very edge of our map. I drive all the way fucking out there. It's like a monsoon. It's like, um, I think this was in December. It was fucking ridiculous. Monsoon, like, basically fucking sleeting everywhere. Winds are blowing like a motherfucker. This lady's trash can is blown in the middle of the street. I get out the car with my fucking pizza. I pick up her trash can, being the nice motherfucker I am, drag that bitch up to her, her house, set it there, deliver the pizza. She does not fucking tip me. Not one dime. I look at the receipt to see if she put one on through online. Nope. Zero dollars. I fucking wanted to take that trash can and throw it back in the middle of the street so goddamn bad. No, you should have fucking kicked it over in the goddamn road. 
that's what I'm saying. That's what I should have done. I should just fucking threw it back in there. I was so pissed. So I drive all the way back to the store. Of course, it was like the ending end of the night. You know, I finally get back. I'm in a fucking shitty mood already because it's been busy as fuck all day. And I'm like, that bitch really did not tip me. I should have fucking just never even done anything for her. Like, people like that are shitty. That's why I emphasize, do not order or go out if you cannot leave a motherfucking tip. And especially the servers that are good. If your server is good and you don't tip them, you're a fucking asshole. That's why I like to go to joints that I know all the servers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we, nasties. We go to nasties quite often, and I know them, and, you know, like I said, there's the good ones, and I, I'll tip them well because, you know, they usually provide good service. And then you have some people that take, you know, 30 minutes to get you a fucking drink and shit like that, which is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, but we ain't even say no names. Obviously, we're not saying no names, but it happens. I get it's a bar. Sometimes it gets busy. But that's why I like to go to sports. Because them bartenders, I mean, it's a smaller bar. You're usually right there in the bartender's face half the time. And they're usually pretty quick. But I know you get pissed at sports at sometimes because them motherfuckers ain't got that pickle back for the Jameson for you. I agree. I like that bar, but I don't know. Old uh, Jay Ross we were talking about somehow magically got banned from fucking sports on Zap. We'll have to go into that when we have him on. Yeah, we're gonna have Jay Ross on here in the future. We already, uh, we already linked it up a little bit, but we don't have dates yet. Yeah, obviously, you know, with everybody, I mean, it's crazy the influx of people we had wanting to come onto this podcast. Yeah, like it's literally nuts that everybody was like, "Oh, you got to get me on there. You got to get me on there." It's like, come on, people! Like we're fucking, you know, we're waiting on our fourth mic. Once we get our fourth mic in, because goddamn. Website obviously does not know how to ship shit. Once we get that in, we'll be Gucci and we can have two guests at a time or some shit like that. We'll obviously set up some people. Um, if you do want to be on the podcast, you know, we do we are able to actually do call-ins. Um, I did get that set up today so people can call in. So, you know, if you have a story or some shit or we know you pretty good, feel free to hit us up. Maybe we can work something out, get you up on the podcast in a segment or some shit. Or if you just want to see us talk about some shit, send it to us. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Send it to us or send us a meme or send us a video, whatever you want us to talk about or even a question. Fuck it. We'll answer it. We appreciate everyone, you know, and we would like to, you know, give topics. We can't just talk about our random fucking life stories all the time. No, exactly. We just want, I just want to bring people on here that have fucking funny shit to say because we're clowns. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to bring somebody on the podcast as boring as hell. You know what I mean? Boring or, you know, just want to talk about like high school drama bullshit. Like yeah, fuck all that we shit. We could care less about the drama and shit. We, we're trying to make you laugh. If I can put a smile on your face at the end of the day, that's my goal. I ain't trying to fucking, you know, I don't care if we make a million bucks from this fucking thing or whatnot. I just want to have a good time with my buddy. Fucking laugh. You know, make other people laugh, make people's days. Maybe drink shit. a couple beers, just talk about Hell, bullshit. That, that was the reason why we created this podcast. Exactly, because I mean, ninety percent of the time, our conversations that we have out in the garage are basically podcast worthy. Exactly, we talk about some funny shit. I mean, if I could go back and record the time I spend with this motherfucker, we probably have <laughs> years worth of content. Just all the different shit we've been into. I mean, there's stories that we'll forget about too. Like, all the time when we used to hang out, all the time in high school, there's plenty of fucking stories. 
Bro, we got plenty of stories that have happened in the last fucking six months that are fucking <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking word. crazy. Speaking about high school, let's go back to um this one when we were freshly out. I think this is when you were in West B actually. Uh Jojo asked to borrow my car to go oh. do to go <laughs> do his driving test. Uh this man's like, hey, you know, I had a two-door Subaru Impreza, uh black, nice car. Nothing was wrong with it. Perfectly great condition. Asked to borrow it because he doesn't want to drive his mom's SUV. I let him borrow it, being the good friend I am. That might have been your first mistake. (sighs) Well, after he wrecked his uh, ex's cars, his mom's car, his (laughs) ex's mom's car, it was probably a bad idea. So you knew he wrecked all them cars, and you still let him borrow yours? Yeah, because he was going to his driving test. I would, uh, you know, assume he was good enough to go there and straight back. I was at work. He comes and gets it from me. Um, Or I don't think, I think he came with me to work. I let him take my car. He comes back. He was supposed to come back, drop it off, and have somebody pick him up. Well, um, this is what happened. He goes to his driving test. I don't know how, but he fails the maneuverability, which if you don't pass your driver test on the first time, you probably fucking suck. Probably shouldn't be driving. Um, but he fails the maneuverability. Uh, basically, he goes to Tyler Cross's house, one of our friends, after this. And somehow, magically, cross with a brand new 2000, I don't know, what was it, 16 Jeep or some shit like that? Backup camera? I thought we weren't saying no names. Oh, fuck it. I'll bleep it out or something. Uh, But basically, has a backup camera, has a sensor. This motherfucker puts that shit in reverse, pedal to the floor, backs up into my driver's side door. Leaves this fucking huge dent in my car. Jojo comes to drop my car off. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was, I was basically at work for like eight hours. I'm like, uh, why the fuck are you still here? Like, I expect, <laughs> <laughs> like he was waiting outside. I was expecting like my car just to be there because I told him to leave it unlocked with my keys in it. Just hidden in the glove box. He had to stay. He stayed there. And he had my front door open for me, like for me to get in the door, like I was his date or some shit. And I'm like, why is like he was your fucking chauffeur? Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, I gotta tell you something, Tyler. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what? What do you mean you gotta tell me something? He goes, something happened while we I had your car. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He shuts the fucking door. And I'm talking, the biggest fucking dent I've ever seen in a car door was in my driver's side door. And I flipped the fuck. I'm like, bro, what the fuck happened? You were literally supposed to take this to the driving test and bring it right back. Wait, wait, wait. I got one question. Was the dent so bad that you couldn't shut the door? No, it shut. The door shut still, but I mean, it was fucked up. Like, it was obviously. Like, like like another car had hit it. Yes. And the door probably would have needed. I mean, it wasn't. You could still shut it, but the door probably needed to be replaced. There was no popping that dent out. And this motherfucker goes, and like I said, he just, oh, um, well, what happened was he told me that Tyler Cross, whatever, Tyler, accidentally backed up into the uh, car and come to find out until, what was this, uh, earlier this year, I think it was, we find out because we had a little get together at my house and old boy comes over. He goes, yeah, sorry for backing up to your car in fucking high school or whatever. He's like, I really did that shit on purpose. I fucking, <laughs> he's like, I just kind of felt I had to do it. And his fucking car did not have a scratch on the motherfucker. That's what pissed me off the most. 
But he goes, oh, I'll offer to pay for it, which, I mean, this car was really good. I love this car, and it was in great condition. He's like, I'll offer to pay for it. Uh, I got the damages assessed. It was like $400. The Xbox One just came out at that time. And he's like, he just got it. And he's like, oh, I can give you the 400 or you can just take my Xbox One. And me being the gaming bastard I am, I'm like, just give me the fucking Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with the yeah, debt. And I drove around with a fucking giant ass dead in my door for like another two years or some shit in that car. I did not give a fuck. That was funny as hell, though, because everybody asked her like, what the fuck happened? Did you get hit or whatever? I was like, nah, my par- car was just parked on the street and some asshole just fucking backed into it and just absolutely ruined my door. Uh, that shit was fucking hilarious, though. But we had plenty of stories with him and shit. Uh, good times. And then speaking about our prom party last episode, another funny little story is old girl getting her phone stolen like three fucking times. You got to watch who your friends are and who you're inviting over because some fucking people you may not know that well go around stealing shit. Or people you know well. Yeah. <laughs> in, that, in that case, that's kind of ended up what happened, which was kind of shitty. But she got her phone stolen like twice, never found it, got stolen a fucking third time. We found out finally who did it, got pissed at him, basically never talked to him again. We got the phone back, but they erased everything. I fucking come into school that one day, our officer Quigley or whatever, uh, he fucking comes up to me, he goes, uh, blah, 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 his mom called. And uh, said that you guys had a party at her house. And uh, her phone got stolen. Do you know anything about it? I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I kind of know something about it. Deny, deny, deny. I told him straight up. I was like, yeah, uh, we found out who did it. We got her phone back. But things got erased on it. And he was like, all right. Well, don't have to have this happen again, basically. Well, the kid that did it. And I should say the kid's friend that did it, because I'm pretty sure that was him. He got expelled eventually, um, which was whatever. That kid was a piece of shit anyway. I still haven't talked to him to this day. But um, like, like I said, crazy shit happens. But Quigley is probably the best fucking school cop I've ever seen. Because that motherfucker has caught me smoking weed in my car on school grounds more than anybody fucking else in my life. He literally come up to me one day. He goes, I seen you out there smoking in your car, Tyler. He goes, uh. Just try not to do it on school grounds. He's like, you know, there's an apartment complex right across the street. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I don't care that you smoke. Just do it in their parking lot, not ours. But that shit was hilarious, dude. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he was the best officer ever. I feel like if I was a cop, that's how I'd be. Bro, for real. I mean, I I got caught that one. Speaking about old boy. Me, You always get caught doing everything. (laughs) Me and JoJo were in the car one time. And we got pulled over, and old JoJo had a little bit on him. And the cop, luckily the cop was cool as shit and did the wind test, you know. Just broke it down and let us go. But man, I I had it before where I got pulled up up north where I used to live. I had that giant Highway 420 sticker on the back of my car. You remember that shit? I don't recall. Of course you don't recall. <laughs> I had this giant Highway 420 sticker, and I put it on my trunk. I got it from like the fair or some shit. And I got pulled over at like three o'clock in the morning up north where I used to live. I was coming home from my dad's house or some shit. I get pulled over. These motherfuckers searched my car. Fucking, I was there probably like an hour and a half, two hours with the sheriff's department. Fucking, as they were going through my shit. I mean, they searched it well. They took everything I had in my car out just to fucking let me go, just to not write me a ticket, just to waste my time basically because I had a Highway 420 sticker sign on the back of my car. 
It's absolutely horseshit. Fuck, you know, the sheriff department up there. I mean, I have a thing for cops. I get it. I respect it. But cool cops, you do your job. You know what I mean? Like, you fuck make the world go around. You dick cops can go suck it. Well. Pretty much how I feel about cops is I feel like the majority are good, but the slim few ruin it for all of them. <laughs> That's the problem, dude. You do not want to be a cop nowadays. Like, just, it, it's the, probably the worst field you can go into. Hell no, they don't get paid enough to deal with that bullshit. Exactly, and especially with everything going on this year, it's just shitty. And I mean, like like you said, there are good cops out there, and there are cops that, you know, try to make a difference in the community and try to do a good job, and then there's the shitty ones. And, you can, you know, you can't wean out every bad apple. Something, you know, something can snap in them, and all of a sudden... Bad apples ruin the bunch. Exactly. And that will happen, and <clears throat> it fucking sucks, but, you know, we all we got to do is do your best and, you know, try to get the ones that do do shitty shit out and keep the good ones in, because fuck it. Kids just running around lawless. What are you going to run around like it's the Wild West again and people just fucking shoot each other whenever they want? That'd be some crazy shit. I mean, even look at Chicago. Where like was, some anarchy shit? Yeah, I mean, look at Chicago where I was born, right? I was born in Chicago. These motherfuckers have the strictest gun laws in any state in the United States city. And it's a fucking war zone. Murder capital of the fucking U.S. Like, yeah. you think these people are not getting guns illegally? Like, you kind of oh, have duh. to have an order. And just because like, you tell somebody not to do it doesn't mean they ain't going to do it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you kind of do have to have an authority figure out there or it's just going to be all hell breaks loose. But, I mean, it is what it is. I get the whole situation with the world right now. 2020 is just fucking sucked in general. Fucking garbage. The worst year I think I've been since I've been alive. I wish it would have ended in 2012 when I stayed. I stayed up 24 hours that fucking night on December. I think it was 21st or some shit like that. The world was supposed to end, right? Or maybe the mind that created the calendar was dyslexic. <laughs> maybe he was dyslexic and it's supposed to end in 2021. We don't got much time, people. Right. It's about to end. <laughs> but that's what pissed me off is like I stayed up. I remember staying up all night. I was having the night of my life. I played Halo. I think all fucking night and shit like that. I was having a good time. And I was like, man, I'm just going to enjoy my life. But nope. Didn't end. Was sad that the world didn't end. I mean, I wasn't sad. I was kind of glad, you know, fuck it. I don't die, but uh, should have ended in 2012. Or it could have ended in 2012 and we could just be living nah, in a not different tw- world. No, not 2012 was a little too early. We were too young. Right, but I mean. We didn't get to have some fun yet. Think about the Mandela effect, everything. The whole thing with the Statue of Liberty and shit I was talking about the other day, you know, uh, the months ago, shit like that. What if the world did end in 2012? We woke up that day and we we're basically living in a different universe or a different virtual reality or some shit maybe we aren't fucking living on earth maybe we aren't living in the fucking solar system maybe it is all just a fucking show you've been reading some bullshit too much nah i mean this now some of that shit is is kind of true like i'm pretty sure i always thought mandela died like years like i'm pretty sure that i always thought that mandela died in like the 90s or some shit Right. Yeah, that's, and the Berenstein Bears thing. But if you look at it, I mean, the whole, the Statue of Liberty, the one that gets me, right? I always remembered it as Ellis Island or whatever. And it's fucking Liberty Island. I grew up It's Ellis Island. I've been there before. Exactly. But it's not, it's Liberty Island. And if you look at the pictures, 
There's fucking people's pictures on Facebook. I was watching this whole video. Pictures on Facebook and shit. Where basically the fucking Statue of Liberty was there and now it's gone. In these people's pictures, it's non-existent. You cannot see it. Like they're taking the captured Statue of Liberty. It's just a fucking empty space. But if you look it up now, it's in a different place. It's on, um, you know, Liberty Island or whatever, which I never heard it called that. Me either. It's Ellis Island. And you used to be able to go up into the, the torch or the crown or whatever it was and be able to I look did. around and shit. Can't do that. That was never allowed. That was seventh grade. Right. I, I never, went up in that bitch. Don't tell right. me it's not allowed. It's not allowed. It, you know, you cannot go up there in the public as now. They never, they say they never allowed people to go up in there, even though there's evidence, picture proof. Of That's bullshit. I have pictures of it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I think maybe something did happen or maybe we're in an alternate universe, just like the Simpsons. How do these motherfuckers predict everything? Every goddamn thing that happens in our world, these motherfuckers have predicted it. Am I right? 9-11. Uh, Trump being president. Yeah, coronavirus. Not well, they so, somewhat coronavirus. The and then, and then they and then the creator made a fucking Futurama show called Futurama. Exactly, and then he makes Futurama basically saying like, "Ha suck my dick." I basically been in the future. This is how it's gonna be. There, you cannot tell me that motherfucker's not a time travel. I think time travel exists, and I think there are people that do time travel. I don't know. Just like aliens, bro, because I think aliens do Aliens exist. are definitely fucking real. Aliens are real, and the government does not want to tell us about them because they don't want us to panic. That's exactly what it is. That's why you see UFO sightings and all this shit all the time. I bet you they're living among us, and we don't even fucking know it. I'm sure they got the technology to blend in. Well, guys, I just want to let you guys know that rambling was basically... Our plan for this episode because we don't have a guest and we're just bullshitting like we was in the garage. Right, we're bullshitting, but I'm being serious about I like I'm No, I know you're serious. being serious, but we've literally went into like fucking fifty different We fucking we have gone topics. into fifty different topics, but like I wanna touch on this because do you think time travel is real? Do you think it's possible? Time travel? Yes. Do you think there uh. is a way for you to travel of either into further in the time? Back into time or multi-dimensional travel. Like you travel to a, a different universe. Basically like the same multi parallel I'm kind of half-half on it. Like I believe that there are. Because I think ghosts are from another dimension. Like Or do I, you I, think they're here? I, I think they're here. I could see that though. I could honestly see that. But I think there's too much evidence of um, like EVPs and shit. Either we're in that multi-dimensional phase, like I said, with exactly. 2012, okay. where like we lived at one point, something catastrophic happened to the Earth. And they we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. They took us all. They put us on a new universe and basically <laughs> started over again. And then who that's is the they? Fuck, who knows? Governments, aliens, who fucking knows? It could be anybody. You can't tell me the government's not into some shit. We know the fucking government has a lot more behind closed doors than we know about. Just like the internet, the internet, like the dark web and shit. So like you that, think the okay? We probably know about twenty five percent of what the government's whoa, actually into, whoa, and about seventy five percent is fucking unknown because they want to keep that shit a secret. But I low key feel like the government knows there's aliens, but I don't think they're involved in it as much. What you do know you what mean? I mean? They probably know. I. I Just because something. they know doesn't mean they're super involved. You know it's not I, like they're like fucking trading missiles with each other or something. Right. I saw an article today and now I'm going to sound fucking crazy on this. But it there was an article today about the government and aliens. I was kind of reading. I stumbled across it. Um, basically saying that aliens 
have prevented nuclear wars in our fucking countries and shit because they are integrated with the government somehow or whatever. And they've been able to talk down or intercept certain missiles and shit like that to prevent things from happening. Just like North Korea fucking launching missiles and they're not even getting close to the United States and shit like that. I think our technology is a lot more advanced than we know it. I mean, obviously, there's certain stuff that come out, but I think they do a shit ton of testing before they, they got a out. lot more money than North Korea. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I get that. That's obviously why we can make a missile go further. But I'm saying there's a lot more technology that we know about, like different matters and shit, scientific table bullshit. There's a lot of stuff that we know about that we do not tell the public because we don't want to freak them out, one. And two, they do a shit ton of testing on it before they know they can use it. I'm sure they've tested a lot more things than we know. And they're like, all right, this is fucking useless. It can't affect us in any way or whatever. And they throw it off to the side. Just like the ocean. The ocean is what, like fucking 25% explored or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like the ocean like that, yeah. isn't fully explored yet. Same with the airspace. That's why I think aliens are real. Why do you see all these videos from fighter pilots and shit? The Bro, more, aliens the more time are you definitely spend, fucking real. Right. The more time you spend up there, the more shit you see. Just like, like we talked about ghosts. We have all this evidence. There's EVPs, there's fucking shadow figures and shit, demons. I'm sure there's some of that shit's real. And sp- <laughs> I kind of want to switch topics again on this just because it kind of popped in my mind. Like I said... <laughs> this Basically was the ramble, ramble episode the for ramble us. episode but speaking about ghost and shit so you we're gonna talk about movies I wanna touch it with movies real quick Jesus um, Christ some of these movies like uh, what's that movie Get Out the black guy that gets captured by the white people the rich white people is that yeah. what it is yeah Get Out these movies are real this is happening in real life I uh, there's no way you come up with this shit off the top of your head I'm I'm talking about yeah, people got imagination. There's way too many movies I feel like that are real and it happens that we don't know about. Like I bet you that's happening somewhere. Won't you go ahead and get that aluminum foil cap on? <laughs> I might just put one on, but I'm telling you, like <laughs> there's that movie, there's that movie um where they take them, basically they kidnap a bunch of people. Uh, they release them on an island and they hunt them down like the Hunger Games or some shit. Like they're hunting. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched. We were that talking about that. That shit's real. That, you can't tell me that okay, doesn't happen. Something like that, I think, could happen. We have human trafficking. You don't think there's somebody out there that's caused a uh, some type of surgery where you can fuck with the mind and basically make you a zombie? That's real. You can't tell me that get out. That's not basically fiction. what lobotomy was. Exactly. So I'm telling you, there's probably some crazy rich motherfuckers out there that do this shit, just like Jeffrey Epstein. That motherfucker had an island that nobody knew what went on there until they found out. People get yeah. away with shit we don't know about. But he just, he was just you, an extreme pedophile. Right, but if you got enough money, you can hide anything. Am I right? Well, I mean, if you have your own island, you could pretty much fucking hide everything. Exactly, and that's why they came out and said that he had underground, if anybody has not read into Jeffrey Epstein or anything, they came out and found underground tunnels that went from under his fucking island into the mainland where they were sneaking people into. So people never knew they were so on the So do you island. think he was selling people too? Hell or do you yeah. think he was just... I think the whole fucking Epstein, the Clintons, all them motherfuckers are selling people. You can't tell me they're not. I, that's the same with the government. They're involved in drug trafficking and everything else. You can't tell me they're not. That's how uh, they make money. That's how they make money off a of bus. You, it's a supply and demand. You can't tell me that they're not going out, planting drugs, or they're smuggling drugs into the United States just to bust them to make money. 
That same with uh fucking what you call it, not drug bust, but human trafficking. Same thing. I'm sure there's people that have specific human trafficking set up. They go in and they bust it. They make themselves look good and they make money off of it. That's how it goes. How the government works is how corrupt fucking people are. Yeah, you're right. Just the government and drug. Like, I don't think you can trust any of them motherfuckers. Any major corporation that has plenty of money has plenty of ways to get around anything. I mean, Wolf on Wall Street. Money is power, bro. Money <laughs> Everybody power. knows that. But look at Wolf out on Wall Street. All right, wait, 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 wait. Before we talk about the Wolf of Wall Street. All right. We keep our rambling going. We're going to take a quick little break. True that. Um, we're going to take a quick little break here. We'll be right back and get back into it. I'm sure I'll put a little funny soundbite in, so stay tuned. Because I do have a couple of uh, sponsorships planned for this episode. This episode is sponsored by Mr. Shakey's Abortion Rhea, where your loss is our sauce. This podcast sponsored by Stevie Wonders. Reading Adventures, live and in charge. Middle school kids and elementary school kids are always welcome. This is Stevie Wonders, Reading Adventures. All right, welcome back from the quick break there. We appreciate you guys from listening once again. Sorry the episode has been a little bit rambly. I know, I kind of got off topic quite often. Yeah, me too. I don't. I feel like I haven't really talked enough in this. No, I need you to talk. I'm dying out here. You're leaving nah, me out fish it. on I the water. It. I get it. I'm choking. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was listening, and I just feel like I need to get you that tinfoil cap already, bro. Bro, I might need one because there's way too much shit that going on in my mind, and I cannot wait to get some vitamins in me one episode and just fucking go off. It's better than chicken sandwiches you've been eating. <laughs> You know what vitamins I'm talking about, but uh, once I get those, <laughs> you get me some vitamins and um, give me a little brewskis in me, I might just be gone. You guys might just, like, nothing but comedy, gold. You guys might never want to listen again because I will blow your minds with the shit I talk about on this podcast. I or you you'll think he's retarded. <laughs> that, that might happen, too. I'm not saying that I am I the brightest bulb not, in the pack. I don't think saying retarded is politically correct, and I apologize. Yeah, well, we'll but we'll no, nah, I was retarded. I mean, I think if you use it in the correct term, you're not using it as a uh, let's say you're not using it as a derogatory term. But when I say that's retarded, I mean that's stupid. You know what right. I mean? I don't mean it. No, I agree. I think in that manner, it depends on how you use it and the context of it. Like, there's definitely ways you can use it in a different <laughs> fucking matter. That, you know, it's kind of asshole-ish. Sorry, there's uh, some shit going on on the screen that you don't know about. Um, but, Just wait till we get that video. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to have the video up, because it's going to be straight fucking ridiculous. I mean, I think we make plenty of faces on here, and hand signals, <laughs> and do some dumb shit that might just make you guys laugh. And I cannot wait to get videos and shit. Uh, I'm telling you guys, if you have videos memes whatever you guys want to share with us questions send them in we're gonna get them up on here if hey you... i think we have to do it do what you know what i'm talking about <laughs> you know what I'm talking we about gotta get that video we up get on that the video podcast up. all right all right i'm gonna put this video up um i'm gonna come flat out and say what it says in this video is not what it actually says uh it does not actually say the word you think it says 
It does. And the actual video will be up on our YouTube channel. Yes, and it will be up on the YouTube version of the podcast. If you have not already gone and subscribed there, please do. Um, I did upload the video version now. Um, obviously, we did not post any memes or anything. So it's kind of just the logo. But if you would drop a subscribe, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I do know I have this video saved, so I'm going to pull it up here and start to play it on um, our podcast. And like I said, go ahead and look it. I will try to find a link to it. And I will drop it. If not, I will drop a link in the description of like Spotify or some shit like that. So you guys can watch if you do have any questions or trust me, it is not saying what you think it's saying. It's not. You have to go to our YouTube channel and watch the actual video. I think I've sent it to actually I only sent it to one person and she, she knows who it is. Right. Okay. So, uh, it, I'm just going to come out. It starts with a B. The word starts with a B, not an N. And it sounds similar to another word that is derogatory. That's all we're going to start with. And uh, well, I'll kind of explain it. It's basically a midget rambling. <laughs> the, the midget is rambling about big-ers, biggers, big people. And it is fucking hilarious. So we're going to go ahead and play the audio. Like for you I guys. said, watch the video on our YouTube channel. And here like we and go. subscribe. Thanks to my zone. And I'm proud to be a midget. The only thing more intense than my midget pride is my hate for tall people. Or as we like to call them, biggers. Small power! Our ancestors have been fighting this battle for years. Segregation was strictly enforced in public restrooms and at water fountains. Even food was segregated. We're the master race. God made us in his image. Right. Oh no, oh no, we, we don't serve your kind. Get your bigger ass out of here. Uh, that's, the, that's the video there for you guys. Um, the, the part of the video that cracks me up the most. <laughs> when they show the midget, Jesus, he says, God made us in his image. Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> that shit cracks me up, dude. I shit you not. That video is hilarious. Like I said, it says bigger is not the word you think it is. Um, it when he says we're the superior race and he says little power, he, he is dressed up like a KKK, <laughs> which just has me dying. Obviously, we do not condone yeah, racism, it's fucked up, but, but it's it, pretty funny. It's funny because it's midgets and it's funny. Midgets uh, are funny. That's comedy gold. That's my problem is this type of comedy gold that is edgy, that is going against the grain is frowned upon nowadays, which kind of sucks that you basically cannot be the way you want it to be because people get offended. Too, what so. about the Tyrone Bigums? Yeah. I mean, and Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like his shit was funny, dude. I, I loved his, uh, crack is all of his crack skits were fucking hilarious. Yeah. I loved all Tyrone Bigums. Right. <laughs> the Halloween, the Halloween one was the best crack. Baby. No, 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 no. I, I, I apologize for that. But anyway, Clayton Bigsby. That's the one oh, I was thinking of. I yeah. I can't remember his name. But uh, that was hilarious, obviously. The fucking Halloween night. There was that one skit where it was the Halloween and uh, he was going around and he was like giving crack to children and shit like that. <laughs> He's Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious, obviously. Uh, the fucking blind. What was his blind character? The one that gets involved Clayton in the. <laughs> that gets involved into the. Uh, KKK, and, he, yep. and he's talking about hating a certain race, and uh, yep. he is of that race. Yeah, 
I divorced wild. I divorced my wife because she's a blank fucker. <laughs> and that's because he's, you know, of that certain color. Obviously, like I said, we do not condone racism or anything like that on this podcast. This is just the type of comedy we grew up with. And it's funny to talk about. The I Chappelle like show is fucking comedy gold. Everybody knows it. Exactly. And I mean, like edgy comedy, you know, I, I like that dark humor. I'm that dark humor type of person. Not everybody, obviously, is that type of person, but uh, I definitely can get down with some of the dark humor that pops up on our Facebook feeds and shit like that. You see some shit, and you question your life choices. Like, should I post that? Like, I don't think I should post that. Like, that fucking one that you uh, sent me a messenger that I couldn't share. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen this meme. It's like the guy fucking somebody. He's got the legs up in the air. He's, like, looking off to the side. Do you remember what the exact quote was so I don't fuck it up? Oh, wait, 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 is that the one? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, that's how funny this shit is. It's going to be Wait, is that the one where, uh, where he's looking at the girl and he goes, I think it's about time for you, for me to call you a taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's the one, I can't remember what the actor's name is, but he's like fucking somebody. It's like, when the pussy's so trash, you need to watch her husband crying in the corner. Like, shit like that. Dude, that shit is hilarious. And the fact that you guys cannot find that funny is fucked up. Baby Yoda has been the best thing because there are so many fucking Baby Yoda memes out there. It just cracks me up. Like, this one I got pulled up right now just because it, it, it makes me laugh. This is like the six-year-old me wondering what kind of stickers the ambience lady is going to give me after watch, or after waking up my mom again. Like that. Oh, my <laughs> that God. Shit, that shit is fucked up, but you know it's kind of funny. Like, it happens. There's obviously, like, dark comedy out there, but God damn it, we love it. That's our type of comedy gold, and if you don't it's like the it, best. it sucks. Sucks to suck. And, you know, all the Will Smith memes that came out this year, I feel bad for that motherfucker. He got fucked over, and everybody memed him so hard, and just, it was bad. Like, how can you do that to that man? He just got his heart broken. You know what the worst part is? Women found it okay. You know what I'm talking about? Well, apparently, behind closed doors, they had an open relationship. If that the internet is, made that shit, you I, didn't hear Will Smith say anything. He said that shit on a goddamn TV show for entertainment. I bet you behind closed doors, it was like. But you realize it, it was, was like, his, yo, I fucked Rachel last week. I don't give a fuck. Right. You that could be it. But you know, the TV show it was on was his wife's TV show, Red Table or whatever. That's where it stemmed from. They were just having a deep conversation, but. Um, that's why you can't trust your spouse nowadays. Uh, if you have not been married yet and you are planning on getting married, sign that prenup. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have plenty of assets and your wife has nothing, go ahead and sign that. Protect yourself. If you have a 401k or a pension and you're getting married in these days and times, I think you should probably have a prenup. Exactly. I mean, especially with our generation nowadays, like we kind of talked about last episode. Um, relationships are so iffy and they don't work out and people rush into things way too much. I think that is the smart decision. Anything that you guys had prior to the relationship stays yours. Anything that you have during the relationship, obviously you can split that up. That's understandable. As long as it's not like, hey, I paid $600,000 for this house after we got married and you didn't pay a damn dime. Obviously at that point, you know, it's a little uh, iffy. But any assets that you bring into it, you should be able to keep when you get divorced. Not the way Ohio kind of sucks because it is kind of favored toward the women. 
in, I mean, you could have solid evidence that your wife cheated on you or whatever, and they'll still favor the wife. It's well, just, duh. Ohio That's is why. a woman's state. It kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Every state's different, Here's my honestly. thing about it. If somebody really loves you, first of all, I don't even think you have to get married. If you love somebody, regardless, like, just fucking, you can be together, live in the same house, have kids together. Why do you have to fucking be married? No, I agree because um, my one buddy and his, his dad and mom are kind of like that. They were together for 15 years never married had three kids together never felt the need to get married it's called shacking up buddy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i could get that you know when she wants to leave when he wants to leave they can leave or whatever but uh i mean it is what it is like i i agree but i think some people do want to be married just to have that wedding and that experience and shit but not everybody have a fake wedding Gay people used to do it all the time before it was legal. I get you can have a fake wedding, but I mean, most people want the name change and all that. They other just shit. want that piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's just a piece of piece of paper to some people, but others, you know, it's a big difference. But my only for worst, religious purposes. right? But they like they say the the worst part is like the first year of marriage is the worst year of marriage because it's so rocky. You know, you just spend all this money on a wedding. You're broke. You're struggling, you know, you're married for the first time. I had a buddy recently, not going to name names, got married, and they were divorced like six months after they got married, which kind of sucked. And come to find out, um, basically, they wanted to split up prior to the marriage, but they went through with it anyways, hoping That's it would work. That's fucking stupid as fuck. I, I agree. I agree that it's kind of, you know, dumb. I think they should have held off um, and basically tried to do something beforehand and um, work it out before they got married. You know, go to marriage counseling. I mean, I guess couples counseling, you're not married, and try to work it out. Um, and that would probably have been the best way um, to get everything taken care of and then go into the relationship from there. But I think way too many people rush into it nowadays, and that's why you experience so many shitty relationships, and that's why so many people have problems is because you just you think that's the who you want to be with, but everybody changes. Everybody evolves over time. You're not the same person you were five years ago. You're not the same person you were Definitely not. two years ago. I mean, it shit changes. Your mindset changes. How you feel about somebody changes. There's factors that can be involved, you know, to change that mindset too. I mean, it just happens. That's why you know those people. But I can't say you get married too fast because, like I said, you do have those people. They get married after like 30 days of knowing each other and they're together for 60 years. What is this, a TLC show? No, no, it's not a fucking TLC show. Obviously, it's comedy, but we're going deeper into this side. Um, but there are those couples that get married right away and last forever. And there's those couples that have been together for 10 years, get married and divorced a year later. It just happens. I think it all depends on your happiness. You have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. I just hate, okay. We're talking about marriages. Like, I hate this whole idea of like, okay, we're going to talk about this when it comes to marriages. Like the old marriages. Older, where, yeah. Where the guy paid for everything while the woman stayed home. Nowadays, it should be the woman's uh, father paying for the shit. I guess that's how No, no, no. Goes, I'm not right? talking about the wedding. I'm talking about right. like, just like everyday I life. just think that's the common thing nowadays. <laughs> Wait, I do, what? I do you not. Do you not know that? Like, if you get married, it's 
I guess yeah, it's like the wife's family, the, the wife's, wife's father should yeah. be fronting a chunk of it, like most of it, basically. Is well, I guess originally they were supposed to pay for all of it, right? I guess you know. Nowadays, that shit ain't happening because motherfuckers is broke. Maybe they pay for it all in Middle Eastern countries where, you know, you're giving your wife away at 14 and, you know, a goat or some shit like that. That sounds like some human trafficking type shit, but whatever. Can you condone a 14-year-old getting married nowadays? Fuck no. Exactly. But it happens. It's the fucking world we live in. Not saying any religion is wrong 14-year-olds are getting sold. We were talking about that earlier. Exactly. But go back into marriage. Uh... Basically, what did you want to touch on in regards to, since I distracted you, um, what's fucked up about it? You're rambling again. I know, I'm sorry. I apologize. So what I've learned from talking to married men or past married men, you know, in bars and stuff, is that when men pay for everything, all the bills, they slowly grow to hate their wife. Yes, because I've seen this personally. Yeah, so have I. Exactly. I, I mean, I agree with that. It, I mean, not personally, suck. but have talked to people. So, uh, yeah, right. it's personal. I think marriage does affect people, too, even after divorce. Like, my dad, before divorce, was decent. You know, I got along with my dad and shit. And then after him and my mom got divorced, he basically fell into, I guess you could say depression or some shit like that. And basically well, duh, was that happens all the time. Like the worst person you could ever, that's why I don't talk to him to this day. I have not talked to him for, I don't know. So he completely flipped the script. And yeah. Changed. He, he completely flipped the script and the whole different person could not give a fuck about me and my brothers basically or the grandkids. Um, and I basically don't speak to him now because of that. And he, the problem is he blames it all on my mom, I think. And I don't think that's the case. I think you have to have some sort of self-responsibility, you know, in that shit. This got real deep, bro. I mean, it did get get real deep. But I think you do, in all relationships, you have to have a self-responsibility of why a relationship doesn't work. You mean accountability? Or accountability, yeah. I mean, it can't all fall on to one person. It's not just their fault. There's obviously something going on. I mean, everybody has faults. And that's why relationships don't work nowadays, because nobody's willing to work on them. Yeah, we talked about that that. in the first episode. Yeah, I agree with that. And it sucks to suck, but, you know, people are shitty like that nowadays. Like we can't do anything about it. Please don't mind us, a couple of guys that have never been married, talking about marriages. But, hey, we talk to hella people. Yeah, I mean, we talk to hella people. The problem is, I think why we talk about it so much and we have this opinion is because if you look at our friend group, yes, we have a lot of friends our age, but 90% of our friends are older. I wouldn't say 90%. I oh, think it, I think mm, it's... My friend group, I guess you could say, is older. I mean, I have... I would say my friend group is more close to 50. I want to keep it close to 50-50 because I like to have, I like to keep, or how would you say it, broaden my horizon, you know? Yeah, I I mean, I agree, broadening your horizon. Yeah, broadening my horizon. But, you know, I like to get different opinions on certain aspects of life. And when you talk to a 55-year-old and you talk to a 25-year-old, you're going to get different thing said you know what kind of sucks about that i think that's why i fell into that slump of trying to date older women um i was going out with some older people constantly that were was i involved in that no you weren't involved in that i'm sorry i should have involved you right but um i did go out on dates with older people and i tend to hang out with older people 
and that obviously probably stems to something that I just <laughs> never got checked out. I probably fucked up on the inside, but uh, I've you been got more. That, maybe you got that mommy complex. No, no, I don't got that. <laughs> no, 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 we're not going there. Um, but I think uh, I think that just basically like I find myself relating more with the older crowd, and I find like most because you're an old soul. Exactly, I'm an old soul at heart, and I think most people nowadays our age fucking suck. They just suck. I don't care for hanging out with a lot of people our age because they're just shitty. They don't know what they want or basically, you know, they're just not wait, fun wait, to be around. Wait, 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 Like, we have our fun times with people our age. Like, definitely we have fun times with people our age. Certain people. It depends. What, what do you mean they don't know what they want? Are you talking about women or are you talking about just gen- people our in age? In general, because, I mean, there's there's friends that I've had that are, like, they're basically so wishy-washy that it doesn't make you want to be their friend. You ever have that friend that basically, like, you're trying to do shit with them all the time because you fuck with them, and then they're basically like, ah, fuck it, I never want to hang out with you, basically. But then they just show up randomly or, you know, just, just random. Yeah, oh, basically yeah, I got a friend like that. It fucking sucks, you know. It, I mean, it happens, and I get if you have responsibilities or some shit, but people are just so wishy-washy, and they get into shit. Everybody loves drama nowadays. Drama is like the soul center of certain people. Just like a certain no, some, no, 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 just like a certain me. someone in my life can't find anybody and they get fucked up all the time and always have the shit going on because they just love drama. And that's all in their life is. There's a lot of women like that. Exactly. But the the thing is, the worst part about those people is they sit there and they're the ones that comment like, oh, I don't fuck with drama. I don't deal with that shit. I don't want to put up with it. But they're the motherfuckers center stage starting the drama. That's the worst part. They're the ones going around people's backs talking shit. They're the ones going around basically, you know, finding whatever they can get into to fuck around and cause an issue. Yeah, see, but I don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody says about me, though. Right. I mean, I understand that, too. Like, it, it, I'm kind of wishy-washy on that. I don't, So you do care. I don't care with a lot of things, but there are some things, obviously, that affect me more than others, like, that I might be like, eh, fuck it, like, kind of get pissed off about, but I don't say anything about it, because that's my shit to deal with and not anybody else's, you know? That's something you have to deal with on your own. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down here. Like, there's certain things I think every person deals with that they don't want to discuss with somebody else. Or they don't feel comfortable talking about that they're insecure about or they basically, you know, have issues with and they just, they keep it hidden down. Everybody does that. I think oh, everybody yeah. hides shit. Are you just talking about insecurities about yourself? I'm not or? just saying insecurities. I think anything in your life. I mean, look at people, something traumatic happens to them. They don't talk about that shit. Oh, they, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got like, some things I don't talk about exactly. myself. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody... Like tragedy and shit like that, yeah. Right, like, I mean, there's plenty of shit that happened to me that, like, affected me in a certain way, but I'm one of those people, I cannot go to a therapist or some shit like that. It's not happening. I'm not that type of person that's gonna go and talk about my problems and my feelings. Like, I can't fucking do it. I, it's not that I don't want to, and it's not that I don't want to get it out. I just don't feel comfortable with that person. And the problem is, like, I did express a lot of my feelings with a certain someone that was involved in my life for some time and basically got shit on for it. And that's, like, why I, I do not feel comfortable doing that again. And I hide a lot of shit like that. And I, I think used to have to a lot of people therapist. Are, A lot of people are like, well, I did. I went 
um a couple of times and it's it's just not for me i can't do it i don't get anything out of it um i don't feel comfortable talking to a stranger i get that's their job to listen and tell you what's wrong but i you, fucking i would rather talk to my friends about my problems and talk to fucking somebody that's a professional right and the worst the worst part is like you have younger brothers so like they come to you with their shit you know maybe sometimes or whatever and you can kind of joke around with them. I have older brothers where if I go to my brothers with shit, 90% of the time they just fucking rip on me and make fun of me and shit. So that's why I don't go to any of my family either because it's like I can't talk to anybody without getting some fucking bullshit. Yeah, but I got an older sister I go to about shit. She talks to me. Right, and she's cool. You know, if you that that's something you can talk about. I think about, it but pretty much boils down I, to your brothers are dicks. They are kind of fucking dicks. I mean, if they're listening, I, I love you guys, but you guys are assholes sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. It's some bullshit, but I mean, I I didn't mean to get too deep for everybody. If anybody, you know, kind of skipped ahead, I'm sorry. But Big uh, Crispy's a little sensitive. I'm not sensitive. I just think I'm as a guy. I'm more He's in deep. touch. I'm more in touch with my emotions than most men. I would say that I'm more expressive. About I'm pretty them. emotional too, but like, I don't be talking about that shit. Right. I right, wouldn't right. say that I'm emotional. How should I put this? Um. I like to feel things, I guess. Right. I I completely understand that. Like, you want the feeling. No, like, I'm not, I may not be the best at expressing these feelings, but I do like to feel things. I think I feel too much. Kind of like that Black Bear song. (laughs) I feel that completely. I feel like I feel things a lot harder than other people, but I don't let it show. Right. I mean, and that's typical because, like, like I said, Men nowadays are supposed to be manly. Women nowadays are supposed to be emotional. And you, if you stray no, from that. I don't that, think anybody's supposed to be. Emotional. Well, that's how everybody portrays it. And I think if you sway against that, then you're in the wrong. It's basically how people see it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, that's just the world we live in nowadays. But fuck it. We could give two shits. I, I yeah, live but my I've life. Met, I move on. I've met hella, hella women on both sides of that. Like, that are super emotional. Right. And girls that are just like, fuck it. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't. Yeah. And fuck I mean, that dude. Like, that happens in, the, like, that's with anybody. I mean, there's guys that way that are like that, like me versus you. I mean, I would say I'm more <laughs> of a, like I said, I'm more in touch with myself, I guess, and feelings than you would. I'm like, you don't express it a lot. Like, you express it. Like, if I get you in the right mood, you could express something, but I don't think you would want to do it free willingly. Like, just fuck it. Like, you don't post the shit I do on Facebook. Like you no, not about, me. not some sad-ass shit. Yeah, exactly. You want to share some shit like that. No, Where, because I don't want to, I don't want to make other people think I want to kill myself. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. And like we talked about last episode, we dived into that. It's not always that case, you know, sometimes. No, no, you you're wanna, right, you're right. Sometimes you just want to share that shit to share that shit for no reason. Like I'll share some sad lyrics. I used to do that. Like, like we talked about last episode, like my like. I guess uh, now I'm just like, yo, why am I going to post this sad-ass shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Like, I agree with that. I think music plays both of our, like, big roles in our life Um, in regards to, like, the lyrics and shit like that. Like, there's that's why I like a lot of emotional shit is because, um, basically, it makes you feel a type of way or whatever, and... Like, you know, you you connect with it. That's why mo- music plays a big part in a lot of people's lives. And I think that's why it's a powerful thing. 
like I said, not everybody needs therapy. Sometimes I just fucking need to go into the, you know, other room, light a fucking candle or some bullshit like that. Fucking throw on some wit Lowry and just fucking listen to some sad shit or something like that. Or somebody else, you know, put on some juice world and just fucking let it go. Juice world's my shit. Hey, black bear is my shit. Black bear too. I mean, like I said, you, you know, there's definitely a lot of songs that you just connect with. Lil Pete. You'll catch big crispy in the fucking room. Jumping up and especially when I'm drunk, I'm a lover when I'm drunk. You know, I like to tell you I love you and shit like that. I'll be like, <laughs> I, I even go lie. I'm one of those lovey drunks. That one time he looked at old girl on the couch and we were chilling. Big Crispy wants some cuddles. <laughs> she goes, not I don't, happen. I don't remember that. I honestly don't remember. You don't that. recall, huh? I don't recall that one. Sound I don't, familiar. Was huh? that recently? Because Big Crispy Within, really didn't come around. I think the friend that we will not name will will remember this story. Oh, was that when uh, her friend came to the house as well? Yeah. yeah okay. I kind of remember that. I was pretty fucked up that night. Um, if you know Big Crispy and he gets drunk, I can get fucking drunk. Uh, I think I was probably nine or ten drinks deep um, in like an hour. I was chugging. I chugged probably, what, half a case out in the fucking deck or some shit like that. It was pretty wild, but uh, I'm more of a loving drunk. I'll, I'll tell you that, like, for real. And I'll be like, oh, I love you and shit like that. But uh, it definitely gets wild. But I'll put on some shit, and I'll stand there, and I'll fucking rock out like I, nobody's watching. You see me in the living room. If you are friends with Christian on Snapchat, add that motherfucker on Snapchat. If you have not, you'll see plenty of videos of Big Crispy dancing while he's drunk or some shit, having the time of his life. That's just how I am when I get fucked up. I'll definitely have to agree with that. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and be the closer of this podcast tonight because, uh, it's about that time. Sounds good. So, I just, I honestly want to thank everybody for tuning into this podcast. This is something that, you know, was a dream and we made it a reality. You know, it was something that we just sparked upon one night and was like you know hey i want to do this it did happen very fast we know we did you know act upon it quick but i think it was the right choice but it was something that we have been wanting to do for quite a while right we may you know brew the idea here and there but then it's gonna happen happen. we spoke it into existence exactly and we appreciate all y'all for listening for real um i definitely agree with that you know we cannot keep doing this without your support, basically. And like I said, follow, subscribe, sub, you know, whatever you can do to support us, feel free to do it. You know, interact with us on social media. That helps too. We definitely appreciate all that. Questions, anything that come in. And just for the uh, future reference, we are going to continue to do Dick of the Day segments. So if you have any stories that you would like to tell me, or Big Crispy, we would love to bring it up on the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. If you got an anonymous story, you want us to tell a story anonymously that you think will make it funny, or you just have somebody you want to talk about, fucking add it on there. We will get this shit going. We will talk about it. We will make this come to life and make it funny. And we will definitely give our perception on the stories. Exactly. I'm not going to hold back. I mean, I will uh, say my opinion. If I find it too graphic, I'll edit it out. Um, but going into the closing today, we do have a song of the day again. Um, the song of the day is by Juice World. 
You remember the, the title? song of the day is Candles by Juice World, one of my all-time favorites. First off, R.I.P. to Juice. Uh, it does kind of suck that we lost him early as we did, but you know, I do appreciate his music. His music is amazing. And these are one of those songs. This song specifically is one of the songs that Big Crispy will throw up while he's drunk. It goes well with this episode. Exactly. And I will jam out like there's no tomorrow. We appreciate y'all listening. Once again, we hope you tune in to our next episode. You guys have a good day, babies. And once again, it's Juice World Candles. Uh, For YouTube, copyright reasons, the song will be in the link in the description. Uh, This is Juice World Candles. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. See you next episode. I don't know if it's because my heart hurts or if I'm insecure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm not sure I don't know if it's because my heart hurts or if I'm insecure Baby, you're not her My last girl had me so fucked up it was a blacked out blur Maybe you jump first It's a long way to hell, I ain't really tryna lead this earth Baby, do your worst I've come to the conclusion you can kill me if I kill you first I've been through the ringer Tryna put a diamond ring on her finger She love drama, she be watching Jerry Springer Next thing you know, we all on Jerry Springer I play love games, but no, I'm not a cheater She hate it when I sip codeine, I'm a leaner The devil on my shoulder keep on telling me to keep her Should I take her out or should I take her to the cleaner? Love don't end good for me, no good for me She's good for me, too good These hoes love playing Sure. I don't know if it's because my heart hurts or if I'm insecure Baby, you're not her My last girl had me so fucked up it was a blacked out blur Baby, you jump first It's a long way to hell, I ain't really tryna lead this earth Baby, do your worst I've come to the conclusion you can kill me if I kill you first I I think I need to get away I need to call a timeout I need to set another play I need an umbrella Cause everyday feel like a rainy day I need something other than Xannies To take the pain away I run away to California I'm trying to cut corners Satan bossing me around But you know I don't take orders Yeah, I had to move around I was starting to feel cornered Starting to feel cornered I can't see the front door Starting to feel cornered Starting to feel slaughtered Started to not give a fuck Screaming out why bother My ex bitch too Bad, my next bitch way hotter. We met in the car crash, she riding like full throttle. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's because my heart hurts or if I'm insecure. Baby, you're not her. My last girl had me so fucked up, it was a blacked out blur. Maybe you jump first. It's a long way to hell, I ain't really trying to lead this earth. Baby, do your worst. I've come to the conclusion you can kill me if I kill you first.